Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I think the relationship is probably strained to an extent of, yeah, we screwed up. Yeah, we've made moves to fix the offense. But, no, we didn't appreciate the way you began to show up, the coaches and the people who I put into positions of power. But by the same token, I think they'd have to walk over the owner's dead body to trade Mac Jones. It's Tom Curran yesterday here on WEI. It's Jones, Mego, Arcan, hour number two, taking your phone calls, 617-779-7937. We played that clip a couple of times yesterday. You'd have to walk over the owner's dead body. Ouch. To trade Mac Jones. First I think they'd of have all, to walk over the owner's dead body to trade Mac Jones. First of all, the imagery. And second of all, it got me thinking about where the Patriots are at, again, in terms of the direction they're going at quarterback and the direction as an organization. And now you're talking about the future of Bill Belichick. Right now you're talking about the longevity of Bill, who, for all intents and purposes, is 71. I know he hasn't turned 71 yet, but he will be 71 when he's coaching in a game next year he is through Hello, Aries. He, he's through his age 70 Shout season out fire signs bill okay so you know so his birthday's coming up yeah his birthday's same week as mine wow which we found out is the same day as my sister-in-law oh and boy yeah bill oh, and i have oh, boy, so indeed. much in common maryland huskies huskies yep lacrosse wait does he have a husky yeah, yeah nike the husky that little dog's a husky it's a it's like a miniature husky i see okay got it got it got it got it military kids Wow, so a couple mil- of military military brats? kids, Maryland Huskies, lacrosse, Aries, lacrosse. Wow. We don't drink coffee. He must love this show. Uh, I don't think so. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> he must be a big fan of this show. Then I don't know what what we're, issue he would we're have. We're both not huge fans of the John Hopkins women's lacrosse team. Yep, I hear that. Uh, make that three. Neither <laughs> neither one likes Jones. Uh, meaning me, not Mac Jones. I love lacrosse. So when it comes to that clip, I think that brings Bill and his longevity into it. It's like, well, what if they're having a disagreement over Mac Jones? And so, and I think they are on some level having a disagreement over Mac Jones. I don't know that Bill wants to trade him, but I think they are on some level having a disagreement on Mac Jones and what he is and what he needs and what he needs around him. Because obviously Belichick thought it was fine to throw Patricia and Judge around him. And obviously, Robert Kraft disagrees. And Patricia and Judge are still here, which makes me think that Bill doesn't fully want to throw them under the bus or doesn't fully want to take responsibility for it or still wants to blame Mac, which I I find, I don't want to say admirable, but I just I agree with it. Like, let's not just scapegoat the coaches. Like, let Mac was the one on the field. Let's Let's hold him accountable a little bit for what happened last year. 
it gets me thinking who Robert would choose if it got to that spot. What are you looking at me all weird for? You don't think Max should be held accountable at all for how he performed last year? The accountability year? is yeah. keeping bad coaches in the building. And no, I'm no, sorry, no. I'm not saying that they don't they can't be good coaches other places, other parts of the team or the no. organization, but send them to those parts of the yes. organization. They, when I hear things like Joe Judge might be back with the offense, I hear that and I go, how can that be after everything that happened last year and the reports that came out from the Herald about that they don't like each other at all? and you're sticking with Mac Jones, and you're investing so much in the offensive coaching, and he's still hanging around? They should not be here. Let me. I don't think that's accountability Let me make it clear. They shouldn't be here. Like, Patricia and Judge should be gone, but they're still here. And I think that's a little acknowledgement from Bill that it wasn't all about those guys. I think that's his, it's his friends. They are his friends. And he put them in bad positions, and so he's like, you know what, I think you guys still have value and other parts of this organization if you choose to be here, which, of course, they do because there's no other opportunities. I think I think if Mac had a point and was, like, completely right and it was irrefutable, I don't think those guys would still be here, but maybe I'm wrong about that. So if Bill wants to trade uh, Mac Jones, Bill says, hey, you know what? I'm doing my job. I'm in charge of personnel. I'm putting feelers out around the league, and we got a good offer. I like Mac, and I'm being Bill now. I like Mac. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified for a second. I thought, whoa. I, Who is this man next I to I like me? Mac, but I got what I feel is a good return. You know, we talked about this before. There's even a level, Mego, where you would trade him. So let's say he gets a, a, a fair return and he runs it upstairs to Robert Kraft, and Robert says, uh-uh, not happening. Not over my dead body, Bill. It's not happening. Robert's made the wrong choice before. He's backed the coach over a quarterback before, and it was a much, much, much more accomplished quarterback than the one we're talking about here. Who would Robert choose? I'm not sure we know the answer. Who should Robert choose if it got to that? for Tom Brady. If it got to that point, who should he choose? Well, you throw around that term accountability. Uh I feel like that's what Robert would stand on here. That Kraft would say, you know what, Bill? Like, I I said this yesterday. Like, we got you a brand new car, hon. And you crashed it and you totaled it. And now it's in the shop. You don't get to go get a new... You don't get to go get a new BMW, okay? That's totally what Mac is, by the way. He's totally it's a, a brand BMW. new BMW. Yes, yeah. totally a BMW. Like you <laughs> crash the Beamer. Sorry, hon. Like you don't get another Beamer, okay? And you don't get to trade it and go get yourself a Jeep Wrangler or something that can off-road. You're stuck with the Beamer in the shop, and you got to wait you for it to be fixed. You buying a car fixed. or something? What's going on? What's up with all these car analogies? Are you buying a car? What's going on? I just think it's fun to compare quarterbacks to cars. Got it. Okay. I'm sorry. This is guy talk. You can hang around for Meg Splaining. <laughs> <laughs> so gearhead look, over here. Yeah, no, big time gearhead. I didn't know that about you. But that's I, another, I think that's where Robert. That's another thing would you be. and Bill have in common. Yeah. I think. No, yeah, I think yeah. I think Kraft was seemingly very frustrated at the way that the last year went, and he sees that very clearly as the way not only that Bill put so guys he, into places they shouldn't have been, but then mismanaged his middle management throughout the entire season to the point that they were at odds with the locker room. So he'd side with Mac. I think so. Robert would side with Mac is what you think he should do. No, I think that's what he would do. What do you think he should do? I th- if it were me, I'd still side with Bill. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just that if you look at it, I, I, I'm trying to step into Robert's shoes and do say what he would do. For me, step I'm looking a, at the step track Step into the man's record. Air Force Ones for a yeah. moment, would you? Oh, they're comfortable. Yeah. Oh, yeah, step into those. Custom fit. Um, yeah, the, the, the track record. You just can't, you can't compare the two to me. Like, I, I'm not saying that as a knock against Mac. It's just like a two-year quarterback 
versus who I believe is the greatest coach, you can definitely agree, is the most accomplished, decorated coach of all time. He's definitely that. It's kind of hard to compare the two. Okay. Even with the recent track record that Bill has. Who should he side with, Arkin? Well, if you look at it in a vacuum and it was just an old, accomplished coach against a young quarterback who had one good year and one bad one, I think that you would sort of look at it and say, let's stick with the quarterback and put another coach and another you know system around him and see how that works. I also think that Kraft probably looks at it and says, well, who's more replaceable right now? And that's probably Mac Jones. I still think that. I think Mac Jones of the two is probably going to be the one that would be easier to replace if they had to do it right now. But with that being said, you're not just replacing a player. You're talking about the future of the organization. You're talking about taking the next step into the next generation of whatever New England Patriots football is going to be. And I think that there's, at this point, a higher chance that Mac Jones is there for it or should be there for it than to just keep plotting along with Bill Belichick until you get to the wins record and then he gets to retire and all of that. I think if you're talking about the future of the team and the organization and getting back on track to winning games and maybe someday winning Super Bowls again, you go with Mac Jones or at least you go in the direction of the young quarterback. The problem is it's Mac and I don't, you know, like if it was someone better then I'd say it would be much easier, but it's Mac and it's just, it's hard to do that, but I'd still, I'd still do that. (laughs) You got very personal. The problem is the guy himself. Yeah. I was looking at it sort of like philosophically, like what's the what's yeah. the better ph- the philosophy here? And it would be to go with the quarterback, but the quarterback's Mac, and so I have to think about it some more. Yeah. But I still think the quarterback's the guy. Was that, was that Nietzsche? That who was said Socrates. The, the I believe. problem is Mac. The problem Socrates is Mac. said, "Fire Bill." If I knew, <laughs> I if I knew any philosophers that I could bring to the table, I would uh, I would bring them up. So you are on siding with Bill as well. Uh, no, I'm no, siding with Mac. No, he's siding squarely with Mac. I I just, Mac. You just you answered so many different things. You just said if the quarterback was Sorry, better. he was being philosophical. If you if the quarterback was better, you would side with him. Okay, so you're siding with Mac. You think Robert yeah. Kraft should side with Mac? It's not a slam dunk, but yeah, it's Mac. Okay, it's not a slam dunk because it's football. Fun. So confused. I, he should side what with Bill. What is confusing about it? I said Mac every single time. Yeah, but then you said if the quarterback were better, it would be easier and all these things. Yeah, because it would be, but I'm still well, going with Mac. You know what well, he's leave, doing? He's flip-flopping on his own that's what take I think. halfway Holy through. Mother, leave, leave that, halfway through, he's leave that, changing lanes. Leave that thing out next time. Leave out that whole second piece the next time. So what, so Christian when, Freud. When it comes to uh, uh, Robert Kraft, it should be easy. And you can tell me, who should he side with? 617-779-7937. It should be easy. He sided with Bill before on Brady. He should side with Bill on this one. And why you'd have to step over his dead body to trade the the quarterback baffles me. If he chose Belichick over Brady, which he did, he better be choosing Belichick over Mac. I don't want Robert Kraft to let Brady walk and then three years later go, yeah, you know what? I'm not siding with Bill anymore. You picked your side. You picked who you're siding with. You better stick with it or else you cost yourself Maybe a Super Bowl, maybe two in the meantime, and the greatest quarterback of all time. You better keep siding with Bill. Don't tell me three years later you're not siding with him anymore. But you thought he made a mistake before. He did make a mistake yeah. before. So why not write the mistake with a younger because, quarterback? Because Brady's light years better than Mac. Mac. Is anybody sold on Mac as the next guy? Even you said you should, yeah. he should side with Bill. Yeah, so I did. He should be siding with Bill. I'm just trying to follow your logic, which is last time you think he made the wrong decision. He did. With a light years better quarterback. This time around, you'd rather him be consistent and stick with, dance with the one who brung him it's too rather late. than I can't, you can't, switch lanes. He can't fix that mistake anymore. So to me, if you're sticking with Bill, then stick with Bill. Don't don't stick with Bill and then turn around a couple years later and go, eh, you know what, Bill, you got that one wrong. Now I'm going with the the, the next young quarterback. I'm not doing that. 617-779-7937. Like what old people try to do with their grandchildren? Probably. Isn't it? I mean, isn't it? It's like, yeah. well, 
The kid. I, I wasn't around so much for the kid, look, but I, now that I have this little grandchild, I'm going to be the, I think some the of this, parent I wanted to be. Some of this is what got Robert into trouble because he would back Brady sometimes and then feel like he owed Bill one, and I think that's ultimately why they let Brady walk. He felt like he owed one to Belichick, and that was a mistake. It's so hard being a people pleaser the way that I am. <laughs> I struggle with it. Uh, is this Sam in no, Burlington? Uh, Sam in Burlington. Go ahead. Yeah. How are you doing? T- do, how are you doing today? Eh. Sam. <laughs> okay. Well, I thanks for calling. Th- I, I wa- hello. Hello. Yes. Sam, will you talk, please? Yeah, I can talk. Can okay. you hear me? Yes. Thanks for the call, Sam. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Let's go to Eddie in Revere. Go ahead, Eddie. Uh, listen, I, I just want you guys to realize that uh, this guy, Joe Judge, shouldn't even be on the team. I mean, if you looked at what he did with Daniel Jones from the Giants, I mean, that was atrocious. The so guy why, came back this why year. Why is he here, Eddie? He had a great year. Why is he here? That's that's what I mean. I can't, I hate I hate this guy, Joe Judge. He's actually ruined two quarterbacks now. Well, he didn't. He didn't ruin Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is about to be making in the mid forty million dollars. So he didn't and ruin then, Daniel. Jones. I know. Well, they brought Brian Dayball in, who I think is one of the better up and coming coaches to remedy that situation while he was still a very young quarterback. Mm-hmm. But it's a point where even the Giants owner was like, "I can't believe, I can't believe we put our quarterback in that position with Joe I, Judge." All I'm saying is, I agree. Joe Judge should not be here anymore. And we just talked about this. I agree. Matt Patricia shouldn't be here anymore. They are, and I, I, I think yes, it's a nod to his buddies. It's Bill Belichick's buddies, yes. But it's also an acknowledgement that maybe everything wasn't all their fault. Like, maybe it wasn't just their fault. Maybe Mac plays a role in it, too. Yeah, it was Bill's fault. How about that? Yeah, Bill Bill definitely deserves a large portion of the blame. Putting them in positions they were not qualified for. Just again, really. And asking them to work it. Why are they still here? 617 779 799. Someone else is signing the paycheck. I hate this guy, Joe Judge. (laughs) At least that was to the point. At least that gentleman had used the phone before, unlike our previous caller. Uh, let's get to uh, a few off-season roster decisions facing the Patriots. I think Devin McCourty's coming back, which I think is bad news. And it sounds like Hunter Henry, potentially, could be on the way out. We'll get to it with your phone calls after trending with Christian Arkin. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. I look a little further down the roster, and I look at Bailey Zappi. He's under contact track through 2025. His cap hits are all lower than $1.3 million. In 2025, the Patriots could have a reasonable facsimile of Mac Jones, depending upon how Bailey Zappi forms, at $1.3 million. $1.3 or $45. Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi. Imagine the stuff you can buy with $44 million worth of cap space. It's Tom Curran, Patriots Talk Podcast. Played that clip for you yesterday. He's not totally shutting the door on Bailey Zappi. No, he opened it back up. And I want to... And I'm mad at him. I want to at least... uh, paint a fairer picture than I guess I did yesterday. Mego, you did a good job correcting me on this. He's not talking about present day. I mean, he's talking about in a few years with the option. But still, if you're already worried about that option now, and you should be, the option is next May. It's in a year. And we're keeping the door open for Bailey Zappi. That means the Patriots are maybe looking at Bailey Zappi right now. Maybe. And I personally think they should be. It's Jones and Mego with Arcan. We're here until 6 on a Wednesday with your phone call, 617-779-7937. Kike Hernandez of the Boston Red Sox is going to join us a little over an hour from now. Get a little uh, baseball talk in there with all this Patriots discussion from an actual member of the Red Sox, maybe the leader of the Boston Red Sox, at least the self-appointed leader. My favorite Red Sox. Of the Red Sox, my favorite, Bluth. Uh, So that comes your way again next hour. But... Don't care much for Job. I think that, <laughs> I don't care for Job. I think the uh, the Bailey Zappy door should be open, and we don't need to relitigate this whole thing. But, it's a small door. But Zappy last year when he played was good, and people throw the Bears game in my face like, oh, don't you feel like an idiot because he had a bad game against the Bears? Yes, that game finished poorly. Yes, he was not his best in that game. But he did go to overtime against Aaron Rodgers, who you guys hate. But he went to overtime against Aaron Rodgers. He wound up beating the Lions, who at the end of the year were a borderline playoff team. Death by a thousand field goals. He ended up beating the Browns, and they smoked the Browns. The The Lions was a bunch of field goals. The fair. Browns was a great game. The Browns they smoked. Okay? And he threw touchdown passes against the Packers. I know they lost that game in overtime, but like he took Aaron Rodgers to overtime. Not to go full hockey pity points on you. But I don't think Zappy was bad even in the Bears game. He made up a 10-point deficit. How often does Mac Jones do that? He doesn't against good or bad teams. He's once, the once. He's the one. Yeah, I'm sorry. Houston, Houston in his rookie Texas. year. I'm sorry. Once. He's the one who built the deficit against Chicago. Like it's his fault they were in the hole and Zappy dug him out of it. Now he got a bunch of passes batted down in the second half. It's all a reason to say this. Yes, Mac could be better. Mac could be better and look closer to what he was as a rookie. And if he's that, great. But if Mac is kind of what he is and Zappy makes some improvements, we all agreed yesterday there's not a big gap between those two. There's not. So Zappi can, you know, close the gap even more or maybe pass Mac by depending on what he does this offseason. We all thought Mac was going to make a year or two leap. I guess this is what I'm saying. 
we all thought Mac was going to make a year or two leap. Or at least did. it was at least it was debated that he was going to make a leap. Maybe we didn't all think he would. Actually, I didn't. But maybe Zappy, we should be looking at that more. Is all I'm saying. If Curran's leaving the door open, maybe we should be looking at that more. I hear it though as what Curran is saying is that if they're at that point with the um, with the fifth year option or. A, with Mac Jones, that if they're at that point of looking at that and Mac and Zappy are that close together, they don't have a good quarterback either way. They probably don't. I, so I, that's cut the one... guy who's going to be way more expensive because either way you're stuck with a quarterback who's well below average. That's one thing I completely agree with. I'm not telling you Zappy's good. Okay. I'm I just, just want to make sure. I'm just telling you. Because he is a, he's a strong backup. I'm just telling you I, I think he might be better than what you have. And I thought at times – well, no, I think he did play better, even with all the same issues that Mac had last year, bad coaching and poor talent. One guy looked better than the other. And so that's all I'm telling you. But if Bailey Zappi's your quarterback, do I think you're going to win a championship before the Jets? No. No, I do not. I still think the Jets are going to win a Super Bowl before you, whether it's Zappi or Mac or whomever, unless you really upgrade the Look position. what you did. I'm looking at the call line right now. Oh, what, my God. That, I feel like Zappi it's October. Thing? I just I didn't bring this up. This was Tom yesterday or a couple of days oh, ago. Oh no, that 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 clip just played on its own. But but did I I, I didn't say it. Uh, that's him leaving the door open. Were you not stunned? You said this yesterday. You're like, "I blame Tom." Now you're blaming me, yeah. but you're like, yeah, "I no, blame you're Tom." You're weird guy. <laughs> cuz it cuz we played it yesterday and you're playing it again. Yes, well, I like the clip. Like, I we, know you do. We played the other. And I'm saying we now played, look at the call line. We played the other clip about Zappy uh, versus Matt. We played the other zap, clip zap, about zap. Robert Kraft and his and his corpse, and we played that yesterday too. Okay. And I brought it back. Can we stop talking about Robert Kraft's corpse? I, I again, not I'm not the one who said it. Yeah, I'm not the one who brought Tommy that. Tommy Curran's three or forty five. Um, Kyrie Thompson, I thought made an interesting point about this, and it brings into question the credibility of these evaluations, like. They think that Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi are close to the same. They also thought Matt Patricia and Joe Judge would be good offensive play callers. Like, do we trust their evaluations anymore? <laughs> well, I think fair is a point. fair question. And you've said this before, right? It's like, okay. why do they like why do they like Bailey Zappi? Probably because he's not as mouthy. How about who thinks that? When you, when you hear they think, who thinks that Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi are kind of the same? Could it maybe be a coach who was on staff who was getting MF'd on the sideline last sure. year? Who's saying that? It could be. Yeah, I think it probably is. Okay. One guy last year was 500. One guy was sub 500. Like, I don't know. Maybe maybe the difference between them is that one's not so mouthy and overthinking things. It just things. seems like. And the others just listen to the coaches, and he just says, look, maybe they're not the greatest coaches, but I'm going to do the system that's here and not fawn over the system that I used to have and worry about that. Oh, maybe, the, the one that was good? Versus yeah. the one that didn't work. I'm not so you got one quarterback that's happy to careen off a waterfall, and the other one's like, hey, maybe we should paddle in the other direction Here's the and thing. get away from the cliff. Here's the thing. One one was just reality. At some point, Mac, it's like I say this about the Red Sox all the time. It's like the players at the trade deadline last year. Guys, they didn't. we all wanted them to make a move. They should have made a move. They didn't make a move. How long do you want to mope about it? Mac, no one likes this system. No one likes the coaching setup. How long are you going to mope about it? Like, it's the exact same discussion to me. I would say he did the opposite, though. No. He tried to grin and bear it for several no. weeks, Mopey. including his his uh, devastating injury that he suffered. That well, took that was, him out for four years. I think he was moping weeks. before that. I remember hearing about them being unhappy during passing camp. Yes. <laughs> like, I mean, this, start, this started early on. I, he, I would agree. Ma- he Matt didn't Jones start publicly um, degrading the coaches. He was trouble. right, though. He That's said Matt thing. Patricia After... was one of the most brilliant football. He said that with a straight face. He didn't blink. No, he didn't smirk but a little. He didn't bit. though. No, but he he said that Matt Patricia is one of the most brilliant football minds that I have ever known. That's the he's smartest thing he's ever said. Worked with Nick Saban. He's worked with Bill Belichick. But no, Matty P, that guy, that's me. He's the smartest. No, 
he he really did try to grin and bear it for a good portion of the year. I don't I, think you think Bailey Zappi would have done the same thing. Bailey Zappi did do it. Bailey Zappi also thinks that I am the most brilliant football mind he's ever seen. Bailey's- and yet the whole locker room is like, yeah, we're still with Mac. So what does that tell you about Bailey Zappi? Zappi, like, sweetheart. But yes, sir. Was, no, was, no, ma'am. Exactly. Yes, ma'am. He was just doing. He was just doing okay, what he thought well, he was supposed well, to be doing. Last last year, he didn't even know when he was supposed to go talk to the podium. Last year, that was a good thing for the Patriots. That was a better thing for the Patriots to have to have a yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, no, sir. That was better for the Pats last year. Yes, ma'am. Than somebody who thinks he's a lot better than he is. That was better for the Pats. Uh, Ken is in California. Go ahead, Ken. Hi, guys. Uh, Hi, listen, um, you're di- you're discussing the Jets and the Patriots. There's a thing called the salary cap. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. How are you going to go get Lamar Jackson when Baltimore doesn't want to pay him? You're going to pay him. You're going to lose some of those quote-unquote elite defensive guys. I'm guessing Not they'll... Sauce Gardner. Yeah, they, he's cheap. So I, I'm guessing they'll lose some some extraneous pieces that don't really matter to their team, just like the Patriots could carve out salary caps. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes, so really, yes. Uh, get Lamar Jackson, huh? Yes. I think they can... I, I, maybe get me on get me on the, the Jets' books. Uh, but yeah, I think they could remove pieces that That's aren't their young what we were and restructure about, guys. Too. Their I mean, elite yeah. talent is very young. Yeah, and cheap. they got twenty-two year old, twenty-five year old who are all pro. Like, I, I'm sorry, they're in a good position there. I did, uh, I did say this earlier. I don't want to lump in uh, Mego and Christian with this. And if you miss oh, any portion of our show and have it delivered to your phone daily, subscribe to Jones and Mego with Arkan. Our podcast on the Odyssey app, wherever you find podcasts, you can check out me saying the Jets will win a Super Bowl before the Patriots. And that does not mean this year. But the Jets are a quarterback away, you're not. And I just, the whole salary cap thing is just so bogus. I mean, Aaron, you go to the Packers for a minute. Aaron Jones just completely restructured his deal in like two seconds. Restructured his deal, uh, turned uh, some money into per game bonuses and like carved out a bunch of spots for the Packers or space rather for the Packers. So if the Jets need to do that or the Ravens need to do that or the Patriots need to carve out more, all these teams can do that. That's all. The salary cap at some point, maybe it'll come home to roost somewhere down the line. But you can restructure deals however you want. You can, again, we talked about this with Derek Carr. He's a free agent now. If the Jets want to bring in Derek Carr, I know he mentioned Lamar and Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers. If they want to bring in Derek Carr and give him no money in year one and give him a bunch of money on the back end, they can do that. They can structure it however they want. Really, as long as a player is willing to work with you, you can restructure however you want. Well, yeah, the player has to be willing to work with you. It has to make sense also for whatever your timing, your plan is. And then with the Patriots specifically, I mean, I don't think that you should ignore what they're doling out to new staff. So in bringing in Bill O'Brien, they're paying that guy a lot. I don't know what it is, but they're paying him a lot. And there, and there should they're not be. They're paying Adrian Clem a million a year. That to shouldn't come matter. Here. That shouldn't matter but with it, the but roster, right? But it all comes out of. The okay, pockets. but we we agree it sh- that shouldn't matter with the roster. I don't think it should, but I can understand why. I, at some extent, you're looking at it going, "Hey, Bill, I think it this might. is how much money I'm spending to correct the issues that you caused oh, last season." And this is where Bill and his salary comes into and play. And seasons I, before that, but like, I, thank you so much for the Super Bowls, but lately you've been pretty expensive. Here's what you can spend on your players, including your salary bill. What you spend on the coaches is up to the owner and. If the owner wants to uh, combine the two, 
and that's how the owner looks at it, well, then you're you're cutting corners on the roster, which I would not approve of. I, I don't think that should matter, but it might. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the Jets, and I'm only reading this because a couple of uh, Jets outlets have actually written about this exact thing. How can they clear the space for Jackson? They can. Uh, Before you say anything, they can. But they definitely can. Yeah. If they release Carl Lawson, Corey Davis, Braxton Berrios, and Dwayne Brown, that's $36 million right Boom, there. Boom, done. Uh, then you restructure C.J. Mosley and Franklin Myers, and you're probably up to about 50. Okay. Like, there's $50 million in two seconds. <laughs> right there. It's so not, like, not that it's hard. Just, yeah. right. it's, it's, re- it's really, really, honestly not all that hard. It's not. Uh, was I going to go through the whole Jets roster and do it? Do I pretend I can figure it all out? No, but they can. They're smart enough to yeah, do it. Yeah, but Jones, T. Higgins is coming here because the Bengals aren't going to pay him. I Well, again, you have to want to pay him. You have to mm-hmm. want to pay him. And and maybe the maybe the Bengals don't. They are cheap. Yeah, I heard T. Higgins is dying to be a Patriot. Uh, maybe maybe no, Higgins. The Bengals got to pay a quarterback and another wide receiver, too. And, so. and maybe Higgins doesn't want to be there. Right? This is like a Jalen Brown. Why would he want to play with Joe well, Burrow? It's like a Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum when discussion. play here. Maybe I want to go be the one. Maybe I don't want to be. Zappi. Maybe I don't want to be in the shadow of Jamar Chase. Maybe I want to go be the number one for <laughs> Bailey Zappi. You're right. Stop it. Eric's in Connecticut. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say great show. I almost abandoned the show when uh, they broke up Fourier and Mego and, and Lou, because mm-hmm. I love that show. They had such great chemistry. But why I called was, and, and hats off to Mego, it's why I stuck with WEI, because she she's oh, in her God. own league. She's well, thanks, league. Eric. Thank you, um, Mego. She, she makes you laugh. She's just She's got wit, witty remarks. Why I called. Um, I, want, I want you to explain to me why not Zappy. Because specifically, I know why I don't like Mac. He doesn't have grit. None. He's got zero grit. And he's, he, he's, he's like a pretty boy. You know, he's like a guy, if everything's perfect, like Mego's example, he's a BMW. I, I'd argue. I think he's more like a Porsche. If, if everything is working perfectly, he'll perform. So this, is, this last part is kind of how I feel about Mac Jones, too. And I've said this before. If you need everything, then really what are you, right? If you need the offensive line and the weapons and the coaching and the defense and everything else – then then what are you? Like, I, I feel like I could find a lot of pieces like that if that's what Mac Jones needs. But why not Zappy? That, well, was, that was his first, question. Okay. Why not Zappy? Yes. For starters, he's 6'1". He has trouble seeing. He's listed at that. He, yeah, is, I've been with him in person. I Mac think he's a is not shorter. big, but so, Mac is bigger. Okay, but yes. Bailey, I think, has a little trouble sometimes at the line of scrimmage with passes getting batted down, as you saw in the um, Bears game. the Bears game that we talked about. I just don't he, – he doesn't – he hasn't had the experience even at the level that Mac has in terms of being at Alabama versus what's his school, whatever. Oh, Western Houston Kentucky. Western Baptist. Kentucky. I'm sorry. Well, he finished at Western Kentucky. Ryan's right. He started at Houston Baptist, yes. And so, I mean, we always just talk about like how Alabama. Alabama is like being in a pro program to an extent. Mm-hmm. I feel like Mac, on top of having a little bit of a physical edge over him, is just already years ahead. And I, I hate to say that, like, you can't come out of nowhere and be well, look, a great quarterback, but I think that there's something to that where Matt came into the league with this super high floor, and you kind of know who he is. You thought you knew who he was at his worst, and then you really tried to dig down. So, but uh, I, I, I feel like Bailey Zappi is just – it's – it's not like a resume thing or no, a grooming thing, but it's just far behind for think, being an NFL starter. I think where they are picked or were picked impacts everything. And Mac Jones probably shouldn't have been a first-round pick in his rookie class, but he got bumped up the board and He's that happens. second round. Uh, he probably should have been second round, yes. But if he were a second-round pick, people would feel a lot differently about Mac versus Zappi, I think. The first-round thing influences a lot of mindsets. He The Patriots took him at 15. 
that that shows some level of conviction. I mean, four quarterbacks went before him, and they didn't move up the board for him or anything, but they took him at 15. So I, I understand saying, well, he's a first-round pick. He's better. But if he were a second-round pick, which is what he was projected to be early on in, in draft season after his year at Alabama, um, I think it would be looked at differently. So I Here's think that's the, a lot of what impacts The other it. thing with Bailey, and this is, I think, with when we talk kind of about more of the intangibles with Mac, when Mac is in a, a more classical Patriot system, I think you can give more to him. You can give more responsibility to him. Yep. So I would push back a little bit on the saying of like what you were categorizing as everything has to be perfect around him. I think things have to be very strong around him right now because he's young and less experienced. Well, right. So maybe as time goes by, he'll he probably be able to carry more of a burden if he maybe. is able to grow maybe. as a quarterback. Whereas with Billy Zappi, in some ways, I think his strengths can also be than weaknesses when you compare to Mac in terms of growth down the line, where I think Zappy is less of a head case than Mac. And you see that the way that they behave in the pocket. And when Mac is in a bad system, that can really destroy his game. Whereas with Bailey, it's like you can just see there's this, I hate like the poise thing, but there's a certain amount of that. But I think, again, you don't have to just say poise. You can say he was just better throwing on the run and he's better keeping his eyes up and making plays with his arm. Mac? Mac tucks the ball and runs. He's more athletic than Zappy, but where are those plays going? Two yards and he's going to slide? Like, where are those plays going? Zappy would keep his eyes up and make plays downfield. Uh, I did tease the, the Devin McCourty future, so I just I want to pay this off. You know, McCourty was on the uh, Patriot Report podcast with Chris Price, and he's talking like a player who's coming back. I, I, I don't like that Slater's back, and now I didn't love what I had to hear from Devin McCourty as well. I've gone back and forth. I think the, the good thing is I actually have a vacation coming up uh, with the family, and then uh, I'm going to go hang out with Jay for a week. And um, I think just being able to get away from football, uh, I think especially as you kind of get older, um, I think it helps you put things in perspective, doing other things. So uh, getting away with my family and Jay's family, then – um, going, I'm going to do good morning football for a week uh, of just having fun with him and, you know, talking ball and doing what we've done since kids um, just to be able to do that. And, you know, I think then uh, it'll be early March, like second week in March. And, you know, we'll start to, um, I think for me and my wife decide and, you know, plan uh, what the next year looks like. And, you know, I think that's around the time, um, you know, it, you know, free agency will be coming up. So it, it's, it'll be a, the right time. Uh, to really start digging in and make a decision. Okay. It, he hasn't made a decision yet, but the fact that he's saying in March I'll make a decision, doesn't that sound like a guy who's coming back? Yeah. It does, right? It sounds like somebody who's marking dates on their calendar and trying to make a plan. It Otherwise, who cares? This is, this is why I didn't like the Slater news last week, because I'm like, if Slater's back, I bet McCourty's back as well. And at least McCourty like, really contributes mm-hmm. on the field. Like At least there's an actual role where I can see him and I know what he does. Like Slater... Please. Right, runs down and covers fair catches. Oh, he, yeah. He breaks the team down once a week. It's the only time I notice him is when the Patriots send out their social videos after a win, which is like every other week these days. So McCourty has a greater impact on the field, but like I saw the Slater news and I'm like, I bet McCourty's back and the Bill guys are back and I don't like that. I want them to turn over leadership. That's what I want. And maybe Mac is a part of that and maybe he'll shine in that role. Maybe it's more Judon on defense. I don't need those guys here anymore. They were the leaders on the team last year, and the team stunk. They were the leaders the year before, and they fell off at the end of the year. They were the leaders the year before that, and the team stunk with Cam. I, I, I don't need that leadership anymore. I've seen it enough. You can ride off into the sunset and play somewhere else if you want, 
but I'm done with them here. And I would lump them both together in that way. I think it's like, again, when we talked about this when Slater announced he was coming back, it's, I feel like you're generalizing this leadership position in the locker room. Maybe, but that's kind of what they are. Bill sits with the captains. Max been a captain. So it's like they're all in for, I would think, in the, for the most part, in the same captain's meetings. But do you think they're all equal? Because I don't. I think having guys who have been there, they're going to, they have seniority, and Max not, Mac's not going to talk over them. And I don't even know if Judon or somebody like that, who has not been a captain, if I'm not mistaken, will be talking over them. It's like, oh, they've been here. They know how it's done. And on top of that, you know, I wonder if they kind of set the tone for Bill and they do what Bill wants, and maybe Bill needs a little more pushback from the locker room too. I also feel, though, to your point, like McCordy is definitely less of a figurehead compared to Slater, and I really like McCordy's leadership style. I mean, the past two years, especially when the Patriots were going on that seven-game run two seasons ago in yep. Max rookie year, yep. and, you know, we, the media, are, like, asking McCordy questions that are kind of softballs about how the team's doing. And he's like, whatever, these guys act like they're the Patriots. Most of these guys haven't won anything. <laughs> right. It's like, thank you. I, you know, like, I, I think that he is, is a pretty honest guy that way. I'm more, where it's like. I'm more okay with McCourty back than Slater. Less of the rah-rah crap with McCourty. But I don't, I don't, I definitely don't want both. And I, I don't love the direction of where things are going in that way. I'd like a leadership change. What do you guys think? 617-779-7937. And we have our triple play next. Jones and Mego return after this on WEEI. We're right back to it. Jones and Mego on WEEI. WEEI. It's going to be a triple play. It's time for the triple play. Yes! Triple play. The top three burning questions of the day. And there's three. With Jones and Mego. Triples is best. Triples is best. Triples is best indeed. It's time for the triple play and it's an over under Wednesday. Uh, here on Boston Sports Original, WEEI, Jones and Mego. Let's go ahead and start with our first over-under. Number one. All right, here's your question, and it is how many quarterbacks will get traded this offseason? Will get traded in the offseason? The over-under is one and a half quarterbacks. Uh, Jones, let's hear from you first. I'm going over. And, like, I'm assuming this means, you know, like, names we care like, about, like big names, like okay. names we're actually interested starting, in. Starting quarterback. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, not just, you know, some, some you know, uh, a bum quarterback at the bottom of a roster. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be over. I do not dismiss the Lamar Jackson thing. You know, Ryan said something very interesting, actually made a good point yesterday when he talked about the offensive coordinator change that I had not been paying a lot of attention to in Baltimore. I'm like, they brought in Todd Munkin. I like him as an offensive coordinator. I had mentioned him with the Patriots in the past as an offensive coordinator. Are they bringing him in to fix Lamar or are they bringing him in to change the offense? They still haven't paid Lamar. They may not tender him at the exclusive franchise tag. If they do, then he's not going anywhere. But if it's not exclusive, you could make a trade. They could trade him right now if they wanted to. The Packers, I think, are going to trade Aaron Rodgers. Might not be the Jets. I would disagree with you on this. I think Rodgers is definitely going. Then how many other quarterbacks could move around this offseason? And how are they going to move? Carr's already a free agent. Garoppolo's going to be a free agent. Who are some of the other quarterbacks we can discuss? I think both those guys could move. I think they both probably will move. So we're we're talking strictly trades or we're including Just trade. free strictly agents? Trades. Okay. So if we'll we're not traded. if we're not including free agents, I'm going the under. Because between big names looking at Rogers and Jackson, I'd be surprised if both of them move places. I'd be really surprised if Jackson moves. You don't really think either one's moving, right? I don't. I don't. Um, just because it would be such a bozo move by the Ravens. And it would I mean for the, the Rogers. The Ravens I think like, are idiots, but they might be idiots. 
Yeah, and they, they traditionally have not held up the, like, value, overvalued or even accurately valued the quarterback position in their franchise. So if any team's going to do it, they're one of the ones that would. But And with Rodgers, I, again, like, I, it always looks like at this point in the beginning of the offseason, like, those two sides are totally at odds. And he goes into a cave and he comes out a Packer again. So I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, the the only thing I push back on, I mentioned this earlier in the show, the only thing I push back on with Rodgers is it might not be his call anymore. Like, they might be done with him as opposed to him being done with them in the past and he ultimately gets back on board. They might be done with him. But I, I think both could move. I think both will move. And I think Rodgers is definitely going. Uh, what's our next question? Here? All right, let's go to over-under number two. Number two. Still the under, though, because it's 1.5. Uh, yeah, it's just one. So it's still, it's still just the I just said, I think they're both going to move, but I yeah. think Rodgers is de- yeah. I think Rogers is definitely moving. Lamar is more of a debate. All right. I, question- say, I still think I'm more right. Question number two here. This has to do with, uh, well, Mac McClung, winner of the dunk contest. We all remember Mac McClung and his sure. 720 in the dunk contest there. Um, he is technically right now on the Philadelphia 76ers NBA roster. How many NBA games will Mac McClung actually play in this year? The over-under is five and a half games. Megan, let's hear from you. Okay, so I know nothing about him. Uh, I know he's the Instagram star, right? Yes, we we actually Instagram dunk star going into the G-League dunk contest. Guy. Arkand and I were saying he's he's Zion, except he stinks at basketball. Yeah. he was like that level of like social media. He's dunker. with the Sixers right now. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to be trying to keep a high seed at the end of the season. Although who knows with how map out? I'm still going with the under. I, I he's like an Instagram influencer in the NBA. I don't know. No, I mean under. He's played in two career games in his life. He's got a little bit of notoriety because of the dunk contest. And he's an influencer. But like he's no good at bet. Did you see the did you see the dunk? And his dunks were awesome, right? His dunks were awesome. They were awesome. Did you see him trying to dribble before one of the dunks? Not great. I was like, oh, that is a loose handle. Like that is that is not somebody who Did looks like Jalen. Like go up next to him and start dribbling. And he's like, <laughs> how you like this? Jalen's like, ooh, I like those moves, man. <laughs> but like, I was like, he's not shaking any defenders with that. Like, yeah, great. If you're out in transition, maybe you can do some cool dunks. And if you have tons of space, you can do some cool dunks. The dribbling was like embarrassing. I watched him dribble, and I'm like, oh my god, you just you the Sixers might cut you based on yeah, that. Like a third grader's like high dribble. Yeah. So and he's like six two. Like where's he? Where's he playing? Who's he defending? I don't know if he's going to play in any games. Never mind five. Uh, Taco Fall played in 19 games for the Celtics in 2021. You know, I, I think you guys are both underestimating the power of a popular fan favorite Fair. at the end of a game and blowout. I'm actually shocked the Taco number's that low. It felt like so many more than that. For how much time we spent talking about Taco here and there, it felt like so many more than 19 Taco games. Taco is a phenomenon. Well, Mac McClung's kind of a phenomenon. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't know. In the very, very the immediate here and now, maybe. But has he been with the uh, with pe- the Sixers all the way through? People are no. such idiots. People, okay, no, no. so I think that's a difference. No, no, he was in the yeah, he was in the G League, and then they they no, signed him I right mean before. Within the organization, he was in the Lakers organization, and I think okay. the Bulls organization. They signed him right before the dunk contest. Yeah, probably because so much about this. Probably because they're like, this kid might win the dunk contest. We can sell some jerseys. I guarantee that's why the Sixers did it. They oh can't my think, god, they can't think he's good. Are there people buying Mac McClung seventy six jerseys? I'm sure there will be. You should have your driver's license taken I, from you. Even if it's an ironic purchase, I bet, I bet, this, I mean, the Sixers don't care. What do they care? They're selling the jersey. Who cares? Yeah, doesn't oh, matter to them. the jersey is ironic. <laughs> um, let's go to over-under number three. Number three. Um, this weekend, a cinematic marvel, and I'm comfortable saying that even though I haven't seen the movie yet. Of course, I'm talking about Cocaine Bear yes. uh, debuts. The over-under for estimated box office draw in the United States. We're not going international here. We'll keep it domestic okay. uh, for Cocaine Bear. The over-under. Estimated box office is seventeen 
million dollars. Will Cocaine Bear go over or under seventeen million dollars, Jones? Yeah. Well, I first of all, I'm well known member of uh, Team Bear, so I'm not gonna. I'm not going to uh, vote what, this okay. down. What does that mean? It's a long. It's been a long. Uh, a he's long also Team debate. Cocaine, but he's not saying. Well, that I was gonna you. say, and I'm also pro cocaine. <laughs> so if I if I'm on Team Bear and I'm pro cocaine, well then what what do you know? I mean, I gotta I gotta side it's with. Like they made this movie just for you, Cocaine Bear and the over. No, Team Bear. People are just people don't quite respect uh, the how dangerous a bear is. That's all. People don't quite respect it. I saw a video of a hiker getting attacked by a bear, and he kicked the bear, and the bear fell off the cliff. He climbed up the tree. That's true. I did see that. What a wimpy animal. I saw a video of a bear, uh, a dog, rather, jumping on top of a hammerhead shark. I didn't see that. And living the Would you rather face one bear or four wolves? Oh. Did you hear how I said that? Very proud of you. Yep. There is an L in that word. I'm going to go with bear. I'm going to go with bear on this. But, yes, but but it's got all the things I like, Arkan. And you guys poo-pooed 80 for Brady and that thing was way over yeah. that thing was a that thing was a box office smash so if, if if that movie's a smash I say cocaine bear which at least has some marketing behind it yeah I think it'll go over I'm taking it though, over too I feel like the only thing that could happen would it it would suffer the fate of like snakes on a plane where it has great marketing and people are excited about it but then it doesn't live up to the hype of going Too late. you paid but for the ticket just else. like Mac McClung there's <laughs> there's nothing else out right now like there's nothing I went to go see Titanic 3d there's nothing else out there. What would you see again? Titanic 3D By again way, or cocaine bear? Can I bring up one thing? Yes. I couldn't sleep last night and I was thinking about this. Okay. Okay. So bear. at the end of Titanic, uh-huh. Rose decides to go to America and she doesn't want to be with her rich family anymore. And yep. she has the yep, heart yep, yep. of the ocean in her pocket. Mm-hmm. The expensive necklace. The, the but necklace, we know right. she never does anything with it because she has it at the end when she's an old lady and she throws it off the boat, which is idiotic. Yeah, not a good move. How does Rose start a new life in America? She has no skills. She's rich. She's seventeen. She has no. She has no access to anything. She's not talking. I know, to her but she's just willing anymore. to take her clothes off for guys who want to okay, draw her. So you. that's probably this how, is the yeah. beginning of a story of prostitution, mm-hmm. right? Like if there's I, a Titanic too, it's like Titanic rose in the streets. Yeah, it's like a grittier Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to make sure. No, it's a good. It's a, I had never, never really it's considered like a that pretty woman prequel kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. I just feel like it's a big, it's a big plot hole that they don't address. Maybe it's a new idea for Hollywood. These are the things Titanic you think too. about when you can't sleep. I'm so envious of you. I was like, like what, nothing but crippling she... fear and anxiety. And she's like, I wonder what happened to the dogs that went on Titanic. Do That's they have true. a happy ending? That Do they live true. on an island somewhere? She did and what's that up too. with Rose? I li- I'd watch that Titanic before I watch Titanic 3D. I'd watch that Titanic. A grittier Titanic. Rose Rose getting by to get by. <laughs> In in the United States, rose in the thorns. <laughs> All right, that's a rose a, bush. That's our triple play. Careful, each and every day at this time. Uh, what are we normally? It's a wa- a wager Wednesday. It was a uh, it was a buy or sell over under. I should say Wednesday today. That's right. But we'll uh, we'll get things back on track. We promise later on in the week. Uh, I do want to mix in a few Red Sox items with all your Patriots phone calls. Uh, basically. Insiders within Major League Baseball, not a fan of what the Red Sox are doing, much like many of the actual fans out there. We'll get to it next. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.